Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. This podcast is sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. Many of you get sore, achy legs from standing all day or get asked about painful foot and leg cramps. If so, you're going to want to hear about TheraWorks Relief, a clinically proven topical foam that prevents and relieves muscle cramps and soreness. Learn more at theraworksrelief.com. And we have some new ways for our listeners to get connected to us. We have a new private Facebook group for Talk to Your Pharmacist listeners. For those of you who are interested in networking, advocacy, and leadership, I'll be doing some Facebook Lives within this group so that you can ask questions. Be sure to check out the Facebook page, Talk to Your Pharmacist, for more details, or follow our Instagram, Talk to Your Pharmacist, to find more about this new Facebook group. And now for our episode where you can learn some tips to prepare for a successful financial future. This episode was recorded live in Frothy Monkey Coffee House in Nashville, Tennessee, when Tim Ulbrich was down visiting for the TPA conference. Hope you'll feel like you're sitting down to coffee with us too. Okay, so today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Tim Ulbrich. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. Tim is a clinical professor of pharmacy and a program director for the Master's in Health System Pharmacy Administration at The Ohio State University. I'm still working on that V. You know, they're trying to train me on that. I haven't gotten there yet. So yeah, he uh, graduated from Ohio Northern University with his doctor of pharmacy and completed residency training in community ambulatory care at Ohio State. After paying off more than $200,000 in non-mortgage debt, Tim is working to empower pharmacists and pharmacy students to take control of their financial future. He is the co-founder and CEO of Your Financial Pharmacist, co-host of Your Financial Pharmacist podcast, and co-author of Seven Figure Pharmacist, How to Maximize Your Income, Eliminate Debt, and Create Wealth. So, Tim, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist Thank podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here in Nashville. Such, such a great city, minus the rain and it's the weather. What's going on? I, I tried to escape this from Ohio, <laughs> and here we are, but it's been great. So. At least it's warm, but I don't know. It might have been better if it was colder and could be yes, snowy. Yes, but, yes, yes. Um, Thanks for having me. So, yeah, now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro and yeah. maybe share a little bit about your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to, to be here, have the opportunity. Appreciate the work that you've been doing. I, I enjoy following uh, your work, so thank you. And, yeah, I think, you know, my, my mission is it relates to your financial pharmacist, and what we're trying to do is help pharmacists achieve financial freedom. That's really our that's our goal. That's our base. And that comes from, as you mentioned, a journey of paying off a lot of debt. And I like the joke that most of what we talk about is from pain and mistakes of what, what I've done personally and what the other right. two Tims have done. And so we like to share that as a message of we're here with you on this journey. Yeah. Um, and I think this, this topic of personal finance and pharmacy is more important than ever as we see kind of what's happening in the job market and other things that we've been preaching over and over again that you've really got to build a strong financial foundation. 
you've got to build a base. And I think as we see some stagnation in salary, some people getting hours cuts, other things, you know, all the more reason to be shoring up your financial plan. And, and I think that's something that we're really passionate about. So in terms of me personally, uh, my wife, Jess, we have three boys. We have a fourth child on the way. So exciting times for us. And uh, just really passionate about uh, the time that we have together and really passionate about trying to teach my kids entrepreneurship. So. Awesome. So Tim, you and the YFP or your financial pharmacist guys includes two other Tims. Two other Tims, yes. Easy to uh, keep track of all of that. So another pharmacist, Tim Church. That's right. Tim Baker, financial planner. Certified financial planner. Okay. Yes. Um, So of course there is a really big need for um, help with this student loan debt. I think I saw some stat that it was over... $1 $1 trillion. Yeah, $1.4 trillion, I think, or something. Which yeah. is amazing. And so there are people graduating, including many pharmacists, even though we're high earners, uh, but graduating from school with mountains of debt. That's right. That's right. So um, speaking of debt and finances, we're lucky to have RX Destroyer sponsoring the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Did you know fines are tens of thousands of dollars per incident when personnel waste medications into napkins, sinks, and toilets? Well, RX Destroyer is transforming unused medication disposal such that compliance is simple, fast, and cost-effective. If you would like more information on medication waste compliance, learn how. RX Destroyer can keep your facility DEA compliant by checking out www.rxdestroyer.com slash talk to your pharmacist. You know, I think one of the things that you're working on now is kind of helping to tell people about even though you're just a high earner, it's not just that one-sided equation. Yeah, I mean, the, the old equation, what we refer to, the old equation says good income equals a good financial future. Mm-hmm. And um, really it's about being affluent with your with your balance sheet and being able to take your income and convert it into long-term savings. Mm-hmm. And we talk about net worth. Net worth is essentially your financial vital check. It's your health. It's yeah. to say no matter what your income is, what are you actually converting into your worth and value over time? Because what I experience and what I hear from many, many pharmacists is that I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck despite making a six-figure income. And so if you're making 120, 150, or two pharmacists making 250, whatever, yeah. but that's all going out the door, there's no wealth building that's happening. Yeah. And this is fresh of mind for me. We just finished up at the YFP Book Club a study on the next millionaire next door, which is a follow-up to the millionaire next door mm-hmm. written by uh, Dr. Tom Stanley and his daughter helped him on this follow-up book, which is really cool. Okay. And what they do in that book is they study all of the behaviors of those that achieved a net worth of $1 million or in some cases, $10 million or more decamillionaires. Uh-huh. And they really drive home this point about focusing not on income alone. Income is a tool, mm-hmm. but looking at how you're translating that income into long-term financial success. So that's what I'm passionate about is helping farmers to say, do you have a great income? Yes. But is your income alone going to allow you to achieve financial freedom? Absolutely not. There's many cases of pharmacists that have great income that are, you know, have a negative net worth. And so we're, we're passionate about helping people take that income and translate that into long-term wealth and, and to be able to build their future. Yeah, no, that's great. I think that um, you've got to have some of those goals and some, some uh, there's just not a lot of teaching about 
budget and things yeah. like that. We don't talk about it, right? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of the most common financial stress points that you're seeing among pharmacy professionals? Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I, when I do a talk like the one I'll do here today with the Tennessee Farmers Association, one of the first questions I ask is, what's your biggest financial stressor? And I always preface that by saying, let's just throw student loans on the table. That's a given, right? So number one on the list is student loans. I think the most common thing I hear, though, is that I'm trying to balance all of these competing financial priorities, and I'm overwhelmed with how to prioritize them. Hmm. So I've got six figures of student loans. We have aspirations to buy a home. Uh You know, you're telling me I need an emergency fund. You're telling me, and and my parents are saying, you got to max out your 401k. And, you know, I should say for my kids' college, you have all these competing priorities. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, how do you prioritize those? How do you, how do you, begin to achieve the plan related to those. And that really for us gets to the point of setting goals, defining your why when it comes to your finances, Mm -hmm. and then working into the budgeting process where you build those goals into there. What we often do is we jump into the budget we get stressed, we get frustrated, we get annoyed. Uh, you know, if you're doing it with a significant other, it maybe goes south quickly, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And what we really preach is that if you can start with your why, if you start with your dream, mm-hmm. and you alone or you and a significant other can get on the same page, you then back in to say, okay, if this is our big vision of what we agree on together, which is fun and exciting, right? Yeah. Then we get into say, okay, what are we gonna do in the next year right. to make that a reality? Which then gets into what are we gonna do next month to make that year a reality? Yeah. And then all of a sudden the budgeting process, I'm never going to say easy, but it becomes much more manageable along the way. So I think that competing priorities to answer your question of a lot of new practitioners say, I've got 10 things going on and I just can't figure out how to prioritize them. And then obviously the gorilla being the student loan sitting there as well. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And you guys even did a webinar through APHA just this past week on like, love, and, love money. and money. Yeah. I think that's so helpful. So Yeah, it's, um, it's an important topic. Definitely. Well, um, Tim, how would you – so I think that probably some of that one-on-one coaching is great, which is one of the things that you guys are doing, yeah. um, more of a personalized approach. Yes. Um, so how would you tell pharmacists or, or students or anyone else how to evaluate and find a financial planner? I think that's a great question. And, and we uh, just this week, which is exciting news for us, we launched financial planning services as a part of your financial pharmacist, which is at yfbplanning.com. And we've been with Tim Baker and his services as a part of Script Financial, but we've kind of finally all brought it under one brand and one umbrella, which is really exciting because of the customized approach to pharmacists and, and what we can do. I think this topic, and, and credit here to Tony Robbins, who wrote a great, great book called Money Master the Game. And I read that book about four or five years ago, and in there he has a great section on what to look for in a financial planner. And he exposed the industry in a way that I never had any idea. And that for me was a light bulb moment of, wow, I had no idea that the vast majority about 95% or so by estimates of financial planners legally are not obligated to act in the best interest of their clients. And as a pharmacist, you know, I just assumed like you're a pharmacist, you act in the best care of your patients. That's just what people do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I heard that. And and then I heard this concept of fee only financial advising, fiduciary standards. And I was like, what is this? Like I had no idea. And simultaneously while I was reading this book, I was out there just talking to financial planners, trying to understand the industry. And I sat down with about seven or eight of them. And most of them, I left their office and I had no idea how they got paid. And that was like, okay, I get it. Big red flag, lack of transparency. And historically, the way this industry has been built, 
is most financial planners get paid based off of either the assets that they manage, mm -hmm. so they take some percentage of the assets, right. or based on the commission associated with the sale of a product. Yeah. Could be an insurance product like life insurance, could be an investment or something. Mm -hmm. And does that inherently mean if they're getting paid that way that they're a bad planner? No, but you have to follow the dollars in terms of where the incentive goes for the advice that they're giving, right? Yeah. So fee only, the concept of fee only, which is only about three to 5% of financial planners, basically says that you are paying your financial planner for the advice that they're giving, not for what they're selling in terms of a product or a commission or sale. Yeah. So they can't get any commissions on a life insurance mm -hmm. or an investment product or anything like that. Yeah. So when I heard that and I heard the idea of a fiduciary oath where you have to legally act in the best interest of the patient mm -hmm. or client, I'm used yeah. to saying patient as a pharmacist, yeah. it just to me made sense that why yeah. wouldn't you work with fee-only financial planner? So all this is happening at the same time where I met Tim Baker Yes. who has a financial planning firm that is fee only fiduciary working with pharmacists and that for me was the mission and vision to say okay this can all come together under that umbrella mm -hmm. and so that's what we do fee only comprehensive financial planning yeah. so whether it's us or whether it's somebody else what somebody needs to be looking for in our opinion is fee only fiduciary responsibility meaning they legally have to act in your best interest they're not getting paid based on the products and sales and there's several questions that you need to be asking about investment philosophies education credentials because we're in pharmacy we have a PharmD and maybe a residency and board certification sure. in the in the financial planning world there are umpteen credentials and so the CFP is probably the most highly regarded most difficult credential to get hmm. but just because somebody's a CFP doesn't mean they're a great financial planner right yeah. no knock to pharmacists but just because somebody has a PharmD doesn't mean you're a great pharmacist right yeah. it's an indicator but it's not an end-all be-all yeah. um, so that that's an important piece of it but then also ensuring that if they have other credentials what is the rigor of that credential and right. so we are advocating that people start with fee-only, fiduciary, certified financial planners, but continue from there to ask questions about, is this a good fit? But what a fee-only model allows somebody to do mm -hmm. is if they're not getting paid on assets or sale of an insurance product, yeah. they can comprehensively look at somebody's financial plan. So it doesn't matter if they're working with somebody on debt, budgeting, insurance, retirement, estate planning, home buying, anything in between, they're not incentive to get paid on one of those more than the others. Whereas if I sit down with a planner that they're gonna get 1% of the assets that I give them to manage, their incentive right. is to focus on the investment piece only. And the investment piece is one part of the financial plan, but it's just that, it's only one part of the financial plan. So that right. comprehensive nature for us, when we think about pharmacists, right. and back to my comment about them struggling with competing priorities, yeah. that model allows that planning to happen in a holistic way. So. Yeah, I love that. I think that, that money is also one of those like super emotional issues mm. and so being able to provide that personalized approach and to be able to I think a lot of people need help what are my priorities and, and you know Absolutely. like really like a lot of times people aren't thinking about their goals and if you don't have your goals then you're not on the same page and, and you know you don't really have that drive and desire to yeah. oh I'm gonna skip getting you know this extra thing at the gas station or yeah. you know whatever it is yeah. uh, or that coffee every morning at Starbucks yeah um, and to that point one of the things we we talk a lot about with the budgeting process after we work through the goals mm -hmm. is we we talk through a zero-based budgeting process which does exactly what you're saying yeah. is it puts side by side your goals and your spending behaviors right and doesn't mean you shouldn't spend on things that you enjoy of course not like right. we all should be doing that but it's checking them against to say that what's the right balance so that if 
if for my wife and I, we are diehard set on a goal that in 2019 we want to buy our first real estate property, which is what we're working on, uh-huh. does it mean that we're never going to spend money on these other things that we enjoy? No, but it, it allows us to take a step back and say, all right, if we're going to go out and spend $300 on this one thing that maybe we need or maybe we don't need, is it more important than this goal getting achieved? Yes or right. no? And then we can make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so YFP, now you've got, you know, what's kind of like the next, like, call to action or, or how do people find out about your services? Yeah. And I know you've got some webinars that you've been working with with APHA. Yeah. You've got a book. Yeah. And then y'all are going to be at APHA yeah. annual meeting. But how do you, how do people learn about you guys? Yeah, the easiest place to go is yourfinancialpharmacist.com. And, and credit here to Tim Church. He's built out that website in a yeah. way that is unbelievable with there are so many free resources, guides, calculators, blogs, podcasts, the book, everything you can find on that site, as well as a link to get over to the planning services at yfpplanning.com, or people can go there directly at yfpplanning.com. We've got a really active um, Facebook group. So those that are interested in being in a community where you can ask questions, share your wins, have somebody encourage you, keep you accountable, that's what that group's about. And that has been so fun because when we started on this journey it was very much of like somebody has a question we answer the question now by the time i see the question like 10 other people have helped them That's which to awesome. me is so rewarding yes. to see that group coming together yeah so it's fun. i love that yeah well tim it's been such a pleasure to have you as a guest on the talk yeah. to Pharmacist podcast thank you i appreciate awesome. it And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at www.pharmacyadvisory.com. And a special thanks to our sponsor, TheraWorks Relief, which is available in most retail pharmacies across the country. And if anyone is heading to APHA annual meeting, be sure to check out the Talk to Your Pharmacist meetup. We're having that on Saturday from 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. at the Wild Rye Cafe, which is right across from the convention center. And we'd love to meet you there for coffee before heading into the opening sessions at APHA annual meeting. Find out more on our Instagram or Facebook page. Talk to your pharmacist for more details. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.